We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello and welcome to Truth Faith Podcast. Just in the in the car on the way back after a convincing 4-0 win, or was it convincing? We'll discuss over Rotherham. Dog, I'll put that on you because you... you I think the rest of us were quite convinced it would play well, but you, you had some question marks. Second half was a good good performance. Um, watch out! Um, watch out! No, I thought this car was going to come across. Sorry, it was in the game. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's, there's a bit of live stars. No, no, don't mind. People are used to it by now. Okay, doing some passenger. Yeah. Well, I thought you were crashing over. No mind. We're alive. I basically our first first 20 minutes were came out the blocks very slow. Um, where are you going? Right. Welcome to Aye. Navigating the North East with Alex. Yeah, we came, <laughs> we, came, we came out of the blocks really slowly. Um, <laughs> Rotherham, Rotherham had a very, very precise game plan. I mean, I went to the away game with Bolland in October and it was almost like watching two different teams. Back then, they were all long ball, all long throws, uh, get the ball in the box as quickly as possible and they didn't really do that today very much. I mean, they were direct, but they knocked the ball about a, a bit of midfield. Obviously, they're, they're a different manager, but... Yeah, I mean, second half performance was good. I just think we've won that game in third gear. That's all I mean by it. I don't mean we're playing badly. I just think we're capable of a lot more. Yeah, I don't know. You say we're capable of more. You sound like Bolland, who's not in the corner. Well, I'm not complaining. I'm not um, saying. I'm not saying they should have done better. If you can win the game in third gear, win it in third yeah, gear. I think Bolland's, take, Bolland's quarters could do better. Not sure. If you take, if you take, uh, if you're gonna, you know, afford to take down Murphy off after 70 minutes yeah. to wrap him in cotton, cotton wool, then do it. Yeah, I mean, I know what you're saying. First half we went. Certainly the first 20 minutes we weren't quite there, um, I think they started quite brightly, they got my faces, they were shutting me down and, and, and working hard, but I think they... That, that goal goes in for Carl Dollar by the way, fucking hell. Yeah. Uh, but the, the quality showed really in the end, we were just we were creating chances all the way through, we were forced a couple of saves, Perez has had two or three one-on-ones and not really made much of them. But he Perez, because he scored didn't he, he scored. I thought he had a good game, but he's so slow, when he gets the ball... Yeah, no, he scored. Murphy did, got two. Richie got two. Did Murphy got two. I thought Perez got. No, no, Perez got the, the yeah, third. Yeah, Perez got the third. Oh, did he? Yeah. yeah. Um, I think we're putting through like three times one on one where he should have been away. Like he was five yards behind the defence, but he gets caught every time because he's so slow. That's what's frustrating. But I thought today he did a lot more. He was involved. He was, you know, when he's trying to play that number ten position, he was linking up the play. He was playing the role properly. For, for a change, so I don't want to get on his back today. I, I thought he played that, well. That, like I, I still think he didn't play very well, but that was one of his better performances of late. He was actually contributing. He could have scored a couple of goals. Um, he was making the, the forward runs that were, were relevant.
any other artists on and players today? Um, there's quite a few. I thought um, Yedlin had a really good game. I mean, the first the first goal. I mean, the, he does brilliant for that. I mean, it's a brilliant ball from Shelby. Um, one of his trademarks of sprays from from uh, to over to the sideline. But his first touch is brilliant uh, to kill it, and then plays the ball. Obviously, all the defence are sprinted back. Plays a really intelligent ball behind them all. Um, to, to give uh, Murphy the space, so I thought that he did really well, and he just looked a threat all day. Um, I just I've said it a few times. I just think it gives a, a much better option um, than sort of any of the other alternatives, and uh, I think hopefully that that I think that was a, a key to to the game was that pace, um, sort of getting getting down the wings. And yeah. First the half we had Dummett and Gufran on the left, kind of stinking the place out a bit. Um, <laughs> the day because. Yedlin was basically playing beyond the halfway line, even when the centre backs had the ball. So it was very lopsided. It wasn't pushed both centre backs it's on. It was mental, isn't it? it was play one, one, one full back further forwards. But in the first half, him and Richie tried quite a lot, which didn't come off. But at least we were yeah. trying. But um, yeah, I think we're a bit lopsided. I think he's who was saying it on the way to the car um, that Richie was today almost playing like a forward. He was running behind the defence, and, and they were looking at looking for balls over the top to him. <laughs> But in, in a kind of more central position, whereas normally he's, he's hugging the wing and he's getting to the byline and putting the balls in for Gale. This time he was the one they were trying to pick out it, to it get behind good, the defence. It was a good tactic because he was obviously running from a deeper position, so it's yeah. it's difficult, more difficult for the defence to to say who's going to pick him up because obviously they're, they're, they're worried about Murphy and then you've got Richie sort of undercutting him and, and making the, the runs across the pitch. Yeah. Um, so it caused a bit, uh, sort of bit of panic and he, he, got, he got in sort of a couple of times. Um, there was a few times that it was a get. I think it was causing a bit of frustration where the, the centre backs were, were sort of too slow in delivering the ball. Um, but it, it was it was working, and it, as I say, he's come out with two goals in the end there. So just I mean, the the great thing about Yedlin is um, we've seen the real Matt Ritchie this week. The player who, who's kind of not been there at it since maybe October, November. Yeah. Um, you know, four goals from. He could have had more. Yeah. He could have had a hat trick today. He could have had um, a hat trick on, on Wednesday. Wednesday, and it's it's. Re- I think you've got to say now conclusively, Richie plays better with Yedlin. Um, Yedlin yeah. creates that space for him, and also Richie plays better, like everybody with Shelby and the, the team. Because obviously, if, if Richie was making those runs before today, you know, no one would have found him with him. Yeah, um, yeah. Funnily enough, t- today's performance by Shelby is almost the performance that should have been on Wednesday mm-hmm. like he was rusty he gave the ball away a lot second uh, half he tried some things which didn't come off it was mm-hmm. weird that you would have expected that on Wednesday where yeah. he was shit hot and he was a bit quite bar that ball in a, in a good counter attack that we played in Richie so he's got two assists today but um, you know he, he wasn't quite on it which again is a good thing because if we can win 4-0 with him not quite on it it bodes well for the future yeah, yeah no I just, just agree with that I, I did agree I, I mean you were saying that some performances I was going to say Shelby but I thought actually he wasn't as impressive as he has been, um, but as you say, it, it's not bad to come out with two assists on an off day. Um, so you take that every every week. I'm going to interject now with a live traffic thing. Are you going back to your bird side? Yes. So well, Ben, you yeah. want to come off for the next? Right. Should, you should have come off for that one. Yeah. I'll watch it. So the heads up, lads. Pointing and everything. Alright. <laughs> oh, well, if he's pointing, then I'm looking. Pointing from behind him. Paul, you're in the car with us. We'll, 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 we'll fire a question at you. Um, Daryl Murphy, three starts in the league, three goals. What, what do you think of his performance today? Yeah, in the absence of any of the strikers. You know, I thought he looked quite good today. He seems to hold the ball up well. He, he turned, finished quite well, and he's in the first goal he scored. I thought it was brilliant. I thought, um, you know, 
this is one thing Mitrovic seems to lack is a kind of awareness of where he is and, yeah. and just getting a shot off Murphy without even looking up knew, knew where the net was yeah there's more than one thing Mitrovic lacks but that's not a okay <laughs> but he, that was the impressive thing about that goal is he's, he's his back's to goal but he doesn't turn around and look to see where no, he is. He, he just hits it. He knows where he is. He finds the corner. It was a crucial great finish. Goal, what, what was on the forty seventh minute? Yeah, we'd been poor. We'd been, we'd been we'd been poor first half. Very poor. Um, and it was the crowd where, you know, it had, you, you you called it. So you hadn't quite got the fuck off done it yet from a lot of the people. But they were building, and that frustration was there. People starting to get worried because every time we've gone in. Um, at half time nil nil, I think this season we've got beat. See, I, I think it comes in the first ten minutes. I think any game plan for any team coming to St James Park is just, just frustrating for ten minutes, and all of a sudden the crowd changes. And that, that you're right. And that goal calmed everyone down. Yeah. Probably calmed the team down. And then second half, it was a procession. Really, I mean, I said I think it had been through the first half. Is case of what's wrong with knocking the ball? Playing Rotherham, who had nothing to offer. What's wrong with knocking the ball around for five ten minutes? Tie them out, wait for the spaces to open up. But you kind of put up. Kind of put a backward ball, and all the crowd scream at them. Yeah, well, it's exactly it. Raf would have said, "Look, they're going to be feisty. They're going to be coming out with, yeah. you know, wear them out. Just pass it around. Do, do normal game plan. We'll get, we'll get our chances, and we did. And as I said, Perez missed a couple of them. Didn't make the most of, but eventually got it with Murphy. But I think you're right, Dugger. Well, I think the the normal kind of crowd frustration didn't manifest itself as badly as it has in previous weeks. Hopefully, that's our message getting across. <laughs> Never know. <laughs> I like that. Um, but you're right, even by 30 minutes, there was still the murmurings, the kind of that uneasiness where if this goes on much longer, it's going to get quite volatile and we've avoided it with the goal, obviously. But that's it. Right, come come I'll try to raise it earlier and you, you've, you've bypassed Cardano. Like, what a ridiculous save to make. <laughs> the bloke. I mean, I think someone made a block as well before then. Like, yeah, Yedlin. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This crack, by the way, for you listening, it's, it's at the it, other yeah. end to us from the corner, so we can't. Well, I haven't got a great view of anything that happens at the Lisa's end. Um, but <laughs> which can be proved by my goal celebration for uh, <laughs> one of the most comfortable saves you'll ever see. <laughs> there was two that game, wasn't there? <laughs> um, but yeah, that that save is absolutely crucial. I think there was a couple of times in the second half. He does everything, right, Darlow? Everything. Yeah. Like, he's, he's, he's got to be the best keeper in the championship. <laughs> he's, he's, he's really from the pitch where he slid out of the box. Yeah, apart from where he gives him the chance to make that save. But, but yeah, like, he's, but he's, even he's, the, he's got the awareness. Uh, there, there's a few shots that he has where you think that's a tricky one and he, and he, he gets behind it. He doesn't spill anything. Yeah. He's not palming it out to the side. or If he, he, do, if he does get a, fit, a hand to it, or, a, a, you know, it, it always palms down where there's no other players and then yeah. he, he, he catches the second ball. It's not yeah. like he, he's, he's never palmed it out to an opposition. He's never putting one of his defenders under pressure. He just never does just, anything yeah, wrong. Does the right, Perfect. does the right thing. He's, he's, he's doing very well. Now, there was one just, uh, I think we said at the time where he held on to it really well, where there was a, a bouncing ball to perform, and uh, I thought it might have been a cross or something. But there's one where they, their defender was ready to pounce, and you look at the contrast to their to our fourth goal, where the keeper's spilled it, and, and we've got a tap in. Um, it, it's just, it just shows you the, the value of having a good quality keeper. What, one thing that would have been interesting in terms of tactics, if we hadn't scored, was they, probably for the first time this season, they absolutely put a, the man marked on Joe Shelby. They had a player, number six, I don't know who it was, yeah. who was, had no other role in that game beyond um, tackling and, and, and stopping John Joe Shelby from playing. Yeah. Now I said to you, we had a piss and missed the first goal we watched on telly. Um, I said to you in, in the box, we need to do something about it. You know these conversations. <laughs> we, we needed it. Like basically, we said if, he, if Shelby can't get the ball off the back four, which he couldn't, but then he does for the goal, so it's kind of ironic. Yeah. 
Um, I don't know what was happened. It was a free kick on the goal, wasn't it? Was it a free kick? Was yeah. it talk, talking bollocks in the toilet, really? <laughs> but that's why I had the space to play the ball. But it would have been interesting to see how we counted that. Second half, yeah. we didn't have to because the stop man marking them. Yeah. Um, I think I think I said this on Wednesday night as well. They're like our team. Yes, Shelby adds a lot to it, but everyone just plays better when he's there. Yeah. Everyone seems to be more positive. Everyone like yeah, he doesn't have necessarily have a good game, does he? Yeah. And I think we've said that he wasn't one of his best performances, no. and while he still provided a lot and contributed to two of the goals, we we just you just get a better performance out of Richie, you get a better performance out of Kufran, and it's it's weird, like just the, the lift he gives you. Yeah, and um, you know we've talked about uh, Richie and Gufran kind of got subbed off in a quiet game at him, but he did he did all right in the second half. It was great to see like so many. You know, yellow Zars and um, Sterry, it was just like an almost like that game was what you ex- a little bit more of what you expected this season yeah. at home anyway. I didn't expect it to be so totally dominant away from home. Well, that's the thing, I, I thought there'd be a lot more chances like that today. 4 0 up against a shite team in the championship is when you can try some new players, we've and that's the first chance he's had. You know, we've got um, Wigan, Burton, um, some other terrible teams to QBR who are right down at Bristol City to play at home. <laughs> So that, hopefully today that that's that's shown the players and the crowd that I kind of laid down a template for these kind of teams. I think that's what people have been been getting at, and there's no excuse for getting frustrated when we're two 0 up. But we haven't put games to bed necessarily, yeah. and that, we did it today. We, we killed them off, and we should we should maybe press on and do that a bit more. But at the end of the day, three points is all lost. It's another one for the goal difference, and that takes yeah. the goal difference over plus thirty, which is yeah. here, which is absolutely ridiculous for. <laughs> This stage of the season. Doug, before I get out of the car, I've got one question for you. Sammy Amiobi, what was all that about? Yeah, very bizarre reaction to the to the to the lad. Pleased, good to see him back, and he did all right when he came on. But last time he played for Newcastle, last season, remember people giving him absolutely loads of shit. So I hope it continues. Yeah. I didn't realise he was a folk hero. Got to whack out the old Shola songs, though, wasn't oh, it? I really? suppose, yeah. That's what it was. But oh. it, he, he passed the ball with his first touch and got a got a cheer. Like it was weird. But it was obviously a bit of fun, but. Uh, <laughs> Right, lads, more, is, more of that than uh, the, the kicking off, I would say. Yeah, fair enough. This is my stop. It's been a pleasure. Dogger, I'll hand it over to you. Thank you very much, Sorry. Si. Another great win. I another great win. We're happy with that. Um, onwards, Ben. Once he's out the car. I was going to say, I'll wait for him to get out. <laughs> fair, that's no, all right, man. Um, <laughs> see you, Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that. We're, we're, we're now look ahead to. <laughs> Rother- no, not Rotherham. Oxford. Next Sunday, we've got a week. Uh, I presume he'll play a much rotated team at Rotherham, but it's it's not all bad. Mitrovic might be back in contention, which would be nice. Um, <laughs> would it? Yeah, I know, but we, we, we can't. I know, yeah. I just you bloody hate him. I know, but I, I do. I, I think he, I hate the way he's been playing. I hope he, if he was to was get better, say, then I think this could be uh, an opportunity for him. With Gale out there, obviously, we don't know how long Gale's going to be out for yet, but um, if if uh, he gets a good run in the team. Gets a few goals, hopefully. Learns from Murphy. Now, now yeah, Murphy yeah. is ahead of him in the, in the team because he, he, he's probably thinking to himself beforehand, I'm not going to get a game ahead of Gale. I don't know it. Do you reckon he is? I think if Mitrovic comes back in. Well, if Murphy keeps storing, he'll not get dropped. There's no way. Say Mitrovic is fit but for the next you, game. Well, you, you said that. We said that about Mitrovic, though. And? When he was scoring, he was still getting dropped. Oh, I was for Gale, though, wasn't it? I like, know, but I, I think he'll just. And to be fair, hang on, hang on, to be fair, he didn't. Um, he played against Blackburn, albeit we had three games in a week, and Gill was on the bench, and he played Trice. <laughs> and then no, there was one, there was one or two before that, though, I think, where he oh, scored a goal. Yeah, he did, but dropped. but but Gale wasn't available. I, ju- I just think you've, you've we've already seen it a couple of times this season where he's rotated. I don't see him 
sort of pinging Murphy ahead of Mitrovic going forward. Um, well, well, we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll see what happens. We'll agree to disagree on that one. I think if Murphy keeps scoring, he'll not get dropped from Mitrovic anyway for a league game. Um, but time will tell. And uh, you know, we'll go to Oxford, and then we'll have QPR who are on a run, who are playing well, and then Derby who, who did with favourite today by beating Reading three two. I believe at the time of recording, we are nine points clear of third place. Obviously, if Leeds win, they will go back to seven points. We're, we're back top of the league. Uh, Brighton play, play Cardiff on Tuesday or Wednesday this week, so that'll kind of that'll sort the game in hand, crack out for a little while. Um, so yeah, very, very good performance, good day, nice, nice relaxing evening ahead of us, and it's nice to be preparing for the FA Cup fourth round with a great chance of progression with, with a win. And um, what 58 points? I, I reckon we need 88 for automatic promotion. Ten more wins. We've got the four or five games I've just listed at home, which is half of them, plus other teams play at home, and we're strong away record. Uh, Life is looking rosy in the Newcastle United Garden, and um, let's see if we can bring any players this week, which Rafa seems hopeful for. We'll see. Just, just on that, it's interesting that Townsend was uh, wasn't in the Palace. Uh, yeah, that, that's got, today, that's so. got to be. I, I wasn't thinking it was likely that we're going to sign him, but the fact that Palace isn't in the squad um, for for Crystal Palace's hilarious defeat to Everton. Um, suggests that he could be coming coming home as they say <laughs> even though he's lived here for a very small part of his life um, right lads thanks so much for, for getting involved we'll be back with an Oxford preview if anyone knows an Oxford fan gives a shout as usual I've relied on you lot recently for finding me the uh, guests on the show so that'll be out on Wednesday thank you very much cheers whether you're a world class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well being and proper recovery for top notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.